0: Well, hello, and welcome to this discussion segment. I am Grace I thank you, moms and grandmas, for joining me here today for another weekly discussion. So, as the month of July is slowly coming to an end, I want to end it by introducing a discussion on the independence, freedom, truth, liberty, And all of that. (laughs) We uh, started on that discussion earlier, and I just want to shed more light on this. So I have invited some men and women that have served in the armed forces to join me on this discussion. Moms and grandmas, I hope that you all will be encouraged by these four-part discussion series and that you will join me on each one of the sessions Yes. So to begin with session one, it is titled A Servant's Heart. Hello and welcome, everyone. Hello.
1: Hello. Hi.
0: Good evening, and I thank you for joining me today in the Praying Mama Room. Today we will be discussing freedom, true liberty, and independence. So Reason why I'm doing this is because I don't believe that most people understand the liberty and freedom of this country like you men and women of the armed forces do, especially those of you who have served because you, you get more exposure to the world outside, kind of so to speak. So this is why I kind of want to have a good discussion on this subject because who else to come to but the people that have not only lived in this country but lived all around the world. So to do that, I have invited uh, people that are serving in the military. So I wanna thank you again for joining me here in the Praying Mama Room. Would you please introduce yourself?
2: All right, My name is Wale. Um, I served in the Army between 1999 and 2005, and I currently I live in Austin, Texas area.
3: I'll go next. My name is uh, Shegunwok she- Banjo. I'm currently serving in the Army. Uh, I'm going on my 22nd year uh, years in the Army, and I'm currently stationed at uh, Shaw Air Force Base, South Carolina. I'll
4: go next. Uh, my name is Fidian. I, um, I served in the Navy for um, about four and a half years, and I've been out of the Navy now for a long time, but um, I am um, mostly stationed in the West Coast, in um, California and um, Washington State. Yeah, out in Washington State. This' is Raymond. I was also in the Navy.
2: I served overseas. I served aboard the USS Midway on my first tour, which is now a museum in San Diego. Um, I spent 15 years on active duty and I spent another six years in the reserve and uh,
1: I've been out over 10 years now, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess I'll go next. Uh, I'm Cedric. I served 20 years in the Air Force. Uh, I retired in 2000. Um, I have served overseas in Panama. I've been uh, deployed uh, other places. Uh, overseas and visited uh, other places overseas while I was uh, on active duty. Uh, I live in the Austin area. And um, while in the, in the Air Force, I, uh, my job was working in mental health, substance use, and uh, social work services. And that's what uh, I do as a retired person as well.
0: So once again, I want to thank you for your service uh, to the U.S. And I also want to thank you for joining me today in the Plain Mama Room. I believe that your dedication and everything that you do uh, with serving should be honored. So I honor you today and I thank you for joining me in the Plain Mama Room. So can you please share uh, with me exactly when you or why you joined the military? Do anybody want to start?
4: I'll, I'll start. I actually joined um, because I really, you know, was looking. My just my my sister was joining, and and um, since she was living in a house, I said, "Well, let me let me go also." And I didn't want to be home. Uh, my other sister usually was in her own world, so that's pretty much why I joined, just okay. following my sister. But once I got in there, it was just a a whole different world, um, you know. But and I'm very very glad I, that I did it.
0: Well, thank you for doing it. We appreciate you.
4: What about anybody that's
0: American born on the panel? Do you want to say why you joined the military?
1: Uh, I was. I met a young man when I was in 10th grade and uh, I had a conversation with him. He was uh, in the Air Force and I was just impressed by him uh, and, the, and the type of person that he was. So uh, I said, I think I want to do that. And uh, and so I joined the Air Force, and uh, I, I have I have to say, I, I think it's one of the best decisions I ever made because it really enriched the quality of my life. It showed me a lot, a lot of different things, exposed me to a lot of things that I probably would not have uh, encountered had I not gone into the Air Force. What
0: about my foreign born, uh, born brothers on the panel? Why did you guys join the military,
3: especially the U.S. military? I would I say I joined because before I came over to America, I went to, there's something back in Nigeria, they call it the National Youth Service that I attended after I graduated university. So from that, I kind of pick up on, because you have to do like a 30 days orientation. So I kind of pick up that I enjoyed military stuff. So when I came over, to America in 2002. So I had the opportunity to join the US Army. I kind of of signed up immediately because it took me about three months when I first came to the US to sign up for the military. And um, again, I needed a job, so (laughs) I got a job. So how did you
0: like your job after all these years?
3: Oh, uh, the Army is great. I think it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Wow. You know, I can't complain. That's They've made me who I am today in the in America. So um, it's like somebody said earlier: it's the best decision I ever took.
0: Well, wonderful. Anybody else want to join this discussion before we move on? All
3: right.
2: For me, when I came to the country, about. 20-something years ago, I kind of see, like, uh, how can I give back to the country that have accepted me? So I look at it like a way of, you know, giving back, like a service, which it is a service. So that was one of the reasons. Then this, the other reason was to go to college. So I was able to go to college without paying a dime for it. So for me, those are the two reasons I joined. For me, uh, the reason I joined right out of high school was uh, a couple of things. My father didn't make it comfortable to be, a, be sitting around at the home, so I knew I had to do something. I didn't feel college was a route for me to go, and uh, I was interested in aviation, and um, I started to talk to all the different recruiters, but the Navy guy sold me on, every, on the aviation aspect that I can get into the Navy and learn a trade and... Uh, And I can travel the world and, you know, while aboard ship, I can, you know, visit. So that was intriguing and interesting to me. And, um, you know, like like I think it was Cedric said it was one of the best decisions he made. I don't think I'd be where I am today if I didn't join the military.
0: Awesome. Thank you guys so much. So whether you were inspired by somebody or are you, decided to take the opportunity that the US Armed Forces has. Uh, I just thank you guys for doing what you did and for making that decision. And so I'm hoping that today topic, today's topic is going to maybe inspire somebody and kind of uh, open it up more. I know that it, it's a lot of information out there, but sometimes when you hear real people talking about their real experience, it does have a lot of uh, to do in you know, inspiring and putting that a little seed out there to somebody. Maybe there's a mother out there that needs to share this with their child. So thank you so much for, for sharing. Now we're going to get to the deeper questions. So I hope you guys are ready. Okay. So I don't know who wants to start first. Let me ask you this question. When you guys heard the word freedom on when we celebrate independence, what comes to your mind? And is this term different from, from you all since you serve your country? And if so, what is this different versus before you even become service member?
3: Um, when you talk about freedom, to me, mm-hmm. it, did, it does carry a, a lot of weight because I, I got to use my experience from the country I came from mm-hmm. before, I got, uh, before I got to America. The country I came from, we don't, we, even though they say we practice democracy, it's not what it is. But coming to America, especially reading the preamble of uh, the Constitution that says uh, everybody is born equal, you know, because of the way, because of that equality, we do have some certain alienable rights that comes with it, which is life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. To me, that carries a lot of weight for me. And where I grew up, that's not what I experienced. So coming to America with freedom, you know, when they say freedom, it really means that you can be whoever you wanna be. And there's this enabling environment that will allow you to attain that whatever you wanna be, you know.
0: Okay, very good. Uh, Mr.
1: Cedric? Well, when, when when I hear the word freedom, and when I think about freedom, I think about it from many different perspectives. Because although I was born in this country, because I am a African American male, I did not, I was not looked at, and I didn't have all the rights of an American um, as 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 much as it is today. And I say that because. When I talk about freedom, I I grew up in in Florida, in in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I graduated from a high school. uh, The name of it was Plantation High School. The mascot for the high school was a colonel, not Colonel Sanders that you see on the KFC box, but one of the colonels who represented slavery. So Mm -hmm. when you start to talk about freedom uh, as a young man, Um, I I grew up in a very uh, uh, spiritual household. My father was a preacher. And so one of the things that I first learned about freedom is that if I align myself with God, that I could experience a different kind of freedom that no man could take from me. And so when I joined the military, I started to experience life on my own as an adult, removed from uh, what mom and dad had taught me, and I started to experience life on life's terms. And mm-hmm. so there are a lot of there are a lot of things that I think that our our youth today take for granted mm-hmm. in terms of they just know it to be so. You know, every kid <clears throat> just about now has a cell phone, an iPhone you know they have the they have so much at their uh fingertips now that they just take for granted um when i was growing up that wasn't so much the case and so i think that it's important for our youth to understand that yes we have made significant progress our youth today don't understand what uh uh you know sitting at the back of the bus cuz that's the only seat you could have don't mm-hmm. don't understand what Going into you know going into a, a restaurant and being able to sit anywhere you want to uh, now that wasn't always the case and so you know I, I hear kids talk about being profiled and and that does happen that does happen don't don't I'm I don't want to minimize anyone's current experience but when you start to think about freedom at its essence looking at today the way that uh, we live life here in America. Uh, It is better, but it still has a lot of strides yet still to make.
0: What about uh, you, the only female on our panel? What do you have to say about this when you uh,
4: think of the word freedom? When I think of the word freedom, um, I do think, um, first of all, um, you know, just spiritually, I think of the word and, and, I, and I'm starting there because without that, even, even if you're living in this country that is, you know, that's got all this freedom, you can still be bound. Yeah. Um, and so, to me, that's where um, I had to ground myself first. It's in the word. Um, when, once I knew what my rights were from my creator, for my, my father, then I know, even though there are there are things i mean first of all this country is great at freedom i mean i experienced that from the very first moment i you know we arrived here from uh, from sierra leone and um you know just even in school even in, even in school i mean I, my my first experience in school i was just like what this children can talk back to the teachers you know because <laughs> you weren't allowed to do that back home, back home and, um, so a lot of people take, you know, a lot of the, you know, people who were born here and it's even also sad to see even people who have come, you know, came here from other countries, they started taking, um, those, um, freedoms for granted. And, um, and I don't want to be in that category of taking things, um, for granted because when you do, that's when it can slowly be taken away from you. Yes. And, um, and so, you know, that's why, you know, I know, my, you know, I know my husband's going to talk talk about it also, but we've come to the point where we're not only teaching our kids, but we're trying to get involved in things to let people know, hey, you know, this country, yes, it's not perfect. However, you know, you still got people who are, who are going through a lot of trouble just to get here. And there's a reason why people don't try to go to someplace that is awful if, you know, if, <laughs> if it is what it is. Yes, every country has their their issues but this one thing that you can say that a lot of uh, your success for the most part, if you're willing to do the work,
2: mm-hmm. you
4: know, you can you can you know, achieve the, the goals and the dreams that, that God has put in your heart and so that you you, know, you desire to do. So for me, freedom starts with knowing um, um, who God is and accepting God as my Lord and Savior and, and, and then learning who I am and um, and then just being able to be a better person in society from that.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for sharing your perspective. You touched on a a few things that I would like to ask all of you on the panel later, but I want to hear from your husband. What is his take on the subject?
2: Well was something that was never really taught in school. I came to this country as a young kid, so I didn't know about the struggles for freedom and slavery, uh, the country where I came from. Uh, I guess they had slaves there too uh, in South America, um, but it, everybody got along. Back in the early '70s, you know, I lived next to a uh, in person from India. Uh, yeah. The white, the lady that lived behind us was a, uh, a white uh, European lady, and I lived next door to a guy from China.
3: Yeah. And
2: this is in this is in Guyana, you know. So I, I didn't know that there was an issue with. Um, you know, uh, people living, living out their freedoms. Uh, and when I got here, and I started to learn, um, I realized that, yeah, uh, America is free. It's not perfect, but it's the most unperfect, perfect place to be in the world today. I don't know of a country that doesn't have some type of issue amongst their population, whether it's race, tribe, or anything, you know. Um, so, Uh, even the injustices we've been able to overcome. Uh, We fought a massive civil war. Hundreds of thousands of men, mostly white Christian men, died to end this practice of slavery. So uh, I think we ought to be proud that we've made a lot of progress. Even in our own little lifetime, we may feel that we might have been uh, subject to some type of oppression, but Did it stop anybody from accomplishing what they've accomplished so far? Mm -hmm. I would say not. So uh, this thing, this constant picking at the scab and constant pointing to the wrong that was done, yeah, we need to recognize it. But there's also a thing called forgiveness and mercy. And I think that's what we're lacking in our society today. We need to move on from those things, not forget about them, not cover them under the rug, but realize we've overcome and we can overcome. And like the document says, a more perfect union we can create. When we all participate and don't hold these grudges against uh, one another.
0: Thank you so much for your answer. There's two things that you guys say that I kind of want to uh, uh, comment on, if you don't mind. Now, my American-born brother, you uh, touched on something that most of us, being immigrant, would not recognize. However, the immigrant was able to kind of say, hey, if you know from where I'm coming from. So I'm kind of glad that you guys are here to discuss this. And I Like I say, I hope that somebody out there is gonna share this with someone to kind of impress it because that's my hope for the discussion that we can all come to terms and realize what we have, first of all, from God. You know, he has given us the freedom and we need to recognize that. And the second one is what we have from where we live. And then another thing that I, realize that you say that I really like uh, uh, Phoebe is this unrealized privilege and unrealized freedom in our young people. and I think and I think also uh, Mr. Cedric, you also touch on that. they don't realize the privilege that they've been given and you know it's a dangerous thing when you don't realize what you have. And then what well, I really like that you say just now is on perfect, perfect country. And I think that's a a big, that's, you know, that's a big thing to say. And I I wish that I can just um, trademark that on perfect, perfect country. (laughs) And I don't know if everybody will agree with me, but from where a lot of people are coming from, this is actually the truth. So we're going to move forward. And so I want to thank you guys for sharing your thoughts on the subject, because we can be on this subject for for you know, for a, a lot of times and I, I'm not sure that we can ever finish, but for just touching on it and for saying things that way so that people can start thinking about where we are today as a country and as a people, I really thank you uh, so much. So that concludes the discussion of a servant heart from session one. So moms and grandma, I hope that you were encouraged by that discussion. What a sovereign's heart that our men and women of the armed services have. So I want to invite you to join me for the remainder of this session as we continue to discuss this topic. Please join me for a closing prayer. Lord, I want to thank you for those that are listening today. I thank you for forgiveness of sins from the mistakes of the past. Lord, I thank you for peace among us brethren and I thank you for a heart that is pure and is submissive to your call of service for humanity's sake. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Well, Mom and Grandma, I want to invite you to join me in the prayer session as we continue to change the atmosphere for business innovation. Until next time, I am with you.